0: Hi, hello. How are you? Welcome, sunshine, to the Waves of Joy podcast. My name is Shauna Jabel, a certified personal trainer, digestive health specialist, transformational nutrition coach, registered diagnostic medical sonographer, and successful six-figure entrepreneur. I am obsessed with helping women navigate the undercurrents of life. The time we spend together will teach you how to live simply, leave the mundane, travel the world, demystify happiness, and radiate joy. So get ready to massively up-level your life starting today. We look for solutions where it's easier to look rather than going into the depths of our problems. We avoid discomfort. We mask the root cause and avoid facing our pain. This creates only momentary pleasure. If we stop looking for answers outside of ourselves and start looking within, we'll find the solution. You already have everything you need. 14 years... 14 years of one tiny pill that I prayed I wouldn't lose on its journey to my mouth. Ladies, y'all know what I'm talking about right now, birth control. So you're young, you don't know anything, right? And it's just like, this is what everybody's doing. So maybe TMI, but I got my period at age 10. 10, that's fifth grade. Okay, that's elementary school. So no big deal, right? Not for me and not for millions of other women out there. And the reason I bring this up is because it's like sex and it's like poop. Nobody wants to talk about either of those things. So bringing this up is hopefully opening up a door for you to see that you don't have to be on something like this for your entire life. And if you are, what it's actually doing to your body, right? So maybe you got your period at age 10. Maybe you got it at age 17. Either way, somebody probably called you weird. You know, if it's age 10, it's like, man, you're, you're a baby. Why did you get it so young? and if it's age 17 it's like what's wrong with you like why were you in you know 10th grade before you got your period nobody's judging you here this is an open space an open area for you to just kind of think about your journey and really where it's led you right now for a personal reference my periods debilitated me i mean put me into fetal position i'd cry for hours and just beg my mom to stay home from school I had awful cramps, heavy bleeding to the point where I felt dizzy and uneasy to even walk. I'm pretty sure I was anemic and I didn't even know it. And then you go to your doctor, you go to your OBGYN, you know, you hit this wonderful thing that they call womanhood and they're like, here, just take this tiny little thing and it's going to make your life so much better. So you listen and you do this for five years, 10 years, 15 years, and then you have that oh shit moment like, oh man, I'm married now. I want to have kids. What do I do? And then we're terrified of getting off of it. And let me tell you, getting off of it was one of the worst experiences of my life. And I'm being so transparent with you here because, again, nobody wants to talk about this. Getting off the pill is a detox for your entire body. It's like getting off of drugs, alcohol, maybe you're addicted to sex, any kind of addiction that you have to break, a a period and um, a pill that's been masking what your body's been trying to do itself for a very long time is a very confusing time. So if you're in that moment or you're going through that moment, or maybe a lot of women, you know, they get off the pill, then they get back on it because they're like, I can't feel like this. It's absolutely miserable. So when I was younger and I'd beg my mom to stay home once a month from school, like at least once a month. And that's our introduction to womanhood. Like this is what we're supposed to be looking forward to. It's crazy but wait, there's more. Again, we go to the doctors and then we pop a pill for all these years and we mask all these symptoms when our body's just trying to tell us things. That's all it's trying to do. So instead of digging down to the root cause of why we actually feel so terrible or why our periods are so heavy, you know, some of us when we're menstruating, we don't have any symptoms. And then some of us like mid cycle, we get terrible symptoms. The, the really interesting thing is once you get off of birth control, you can actually pay attention to your body so much more and be so intuitive. Like you can tell what side you're ovulating from. You know, you can tell so much about your body, but we spend our lives covering things up and it's like in a relationship when you have problems and you sweep it under the rug. Eventually you're going to have a mountain under that rug and you're going to trip over it every single time you turn the corner. Okay, so if you're like, Shauna, oh my god, this is me, you're not alone, okay? The thing is, nobody talks about it, so we feel alone. It's a scary world out there, ladies, and we cover so much up. So like I said, if it makes you uncomfortable to hear this, if it makes you uncomfortable to talk about, it's okay, but it's time to be honest with ourselves so we can show up as the best version of ourselves and dig down to the root, root cause, So I could spread this topic over various episodes and from all angles, but today we're going to discuss a bit about why you need to detox your liver after coming off of birth control and what hormone-balancing foods you should be consuming and what hormone-disrupting foods you should avoid, okay? Often we don't um, correlate nutrition and our foods with our hormones, but they go hand in hand. Food is information. Remember that. You're telling your, se- your body something every time you take something in. So you take a big scoop of ice cream and you get the dopamine dump and the sugar rush. Your body's like, heck yeah, and then it crashes. But you take in, you know, a-, a healthy piece of salmon or some healthy fats or some healthy protein, and it's fuel for your body. It's nutrients. The food choices you make, they provide information to your body about your environment. And remember, if your body thinks the world is a safe place, then you, then it feels safe to ovulate. It feels safe to let go. I've been super transparent about my journey about not having my menstrual cycle for two years. Y'all, I had to do a lot of work, a lot of work mentally, spiritually, emotionally to get that back. It was way more than pop pil- popping pills, herb, different herbs. It was way more than just getting my body fat percentage back up, all of those things. So what you put at the end of your fork is some powerful medicine, and it has major influence over your hormones for better or for worse. The choice is up to you. Nobody's force feeding you. So a good start to all of this is a whole foods anti-inflammatory diet. So this is going to resolve your nutrient depletions and support hormone balance. Okay, but this also eliminates foods that might be messing with your hormones and your gut. Disease starts in the gut. So when I say whole foods, I'm not talking about the stuff that comes in a box. If you've ever heard anybody say when you shop in a grocery store, always stay on the outside of the aisles. I literally go in the middle aisles for a couple of things. Maybe it's, maybe it's oats, maybe it's apple cider vinegar or a you know gallon of water. Everything you need is on the outside of the grocery store. Okay. Right around the perimeter. Okay. So you want to eat plenty of vegetables. Protein helps your liver run its detox pathways. And then healthy fats keep your blood sugar balanced. A combination of all of these, y'all, you'll be feeling amazing. Remember, if you want to balance your hormones, you need to heal your gut. We forget that our gut matters at all. Honestly, your gut and your brain are connected via the vagus nerve. And they talk all day long. So one of the ways toxins make their way out of your system is through your gut. So if your bowels aren't moving... Through this detox process, you're not going to effectively eliminate any disruptive hormones. You're not going to feel well. So if you tend to get constipated or you don't have a bowel movement every single day, then your estrogen is actually going to go back into circulation. And this is going to lead to estrogen dominance, which is a huge issue. Most of us don't have enough progesterone, which is our calm, feel good hormone. And we're estrogen dominant. So we're like, I like to call us little psychos, little crazy. Okay. It's okay to be a little crazy, but we need to re- reel it in when we can. So remember that fiber is an excellent source of a way to bulk your stool. So it helps you move waste out. So getting a lot of fiber through your vegetables, Um, it's also going to help with your hormones and make you feel full longer. So this is going to aid in weight loss. You're just going to feel better. So aim for about 25 grams of fiber per day. Alright, now if it helps you to track your macros so you can see what you're taking in, I highly suggest that. And then in doing that, you can become more intuitive and you won't have to walk around with a food scale or an app. I did that for so many years of my life, and it's so freeing to just listen to your body, to not be on birth control, to not have a food scale in my in my purse. It's just different. And if that's a season of the life you're in right now, I'm not judging you. I'm saying practice being a little bit more intuitive and see how it makes you feel. Okay. So some foods I recommend eating are organic vegetables. So artichokes, asparagus, uh, beet greens, celery. I always make my own seed cycling pesto, which is very good for different times of the month. You can add in different nuts and seeds. Um, That's on my blog if you're interested. Um, Pumpkin, sprouts, uh, string beans, sweet potatoes are great, yams, zucchini, so those are all some really good vegetables. Uh, fruits, I love fruit, you guys, but you need to make sure it's in season. Y'all, was when I was in Jamaica, the fruit was being picked off the tree to be put on my platter for breakfast. Not here in Colorado in the middle of winter. Okay, you should not be eating fruit in the middle of winter. I'm sorry to break it to you. I'm sure you have some kind of fruit in your fridge right now, but they're not in season. And I'm not going to go through the whole process of how it has to get here, but let's just say it's it's not good for you it's not good for you right now. How, what they have to inject to ripen it and all of these things. Okay. A whole nother episode, uh, legumes. So garbanzo beans, kidney beans, lentils, and you know, to see how you digest things. Everybody's a little bit different. Um, if you do have leaky gut or any gut, um, issues, I highly recommend staying away from the beans, um, but definitely stay away from peanuts and soy. All right. Nuts and seeds. My personal favorite are walnuts and pecans, but you can also add in pistachios, pumpkin seeds, uh, ground flax seeds. I bake with all these things and I also put them in my pesto. Um, Nuts are really a great source of healthy fats, but it's easy to really consume too many of those. And I'm super guilty. Like I could just eat a whole handful of nuts and it's like 500 calories right away. Um, The one thing I want to point out to you guys that I noticed recently was macadamia nuts have a lot more carbs than other nuts. They're actually... absolutely delicious if you've never had them, but they have a lot more carbs. So pay attention to that when you buy nuts. Again, everything in moderation. When it comes to protein, um, if it's uh, beef, I'd recommend 100% grass-fed, grass-finished, or pasture-raised beef, bison, buffalo, organic chicken, um, elk, lamb, turkey, venison. All of these things are great for you. Red meat is definitely harder to digest, so I recommend that in moderation. But again, quality is everything. Okay. Personally, I love wild caught fish. I'm huge on sea bass. Um, I like salmon, sockeye salmon, and king salmon are amazing. Um, you can also do cod, flounder, haddock, anything like that. Now, if it's Friday night and you're going to get a fish fry, so it's deep fried in you know whatever they're using oil, and then the breadcrumbs, y'all, that doesn't count. Okay, so I, I mean, I love me a good fish fry, but I'm talking about going to Whole Foods, getting that fish, putting it in your air fryer, seasoning it. You're gonna feel great. Just trust me. Just try it. Even if you just do this on a Wednesday, just do it one random day and just see how you feel. Other healthy fats you can add in avocados. I highly recommend that's actually a fruit, the only fruit I recommend you eating. Um, avocado oil, coconut oil, you can cook with those, uh, and perilla oil, so you can put them in your pan. Remember never to put olive oil in your pan, it's strips of the nutrients when you're cooking. Only drizzle olive oil on your food after it's done cooking. Okay. Seasonings, you can use whatever you like, whatever your heart desires. I personally love rosemary, uh, oregano, cilantro, basil. You can get the dried seasonings. You can get the fresh seasonings. I know when I make my homemade bone broth, I always put in fresh rosemary. Um, and then when I bake my fish, it's a little different. I put, sometimes I put dill on it. Sometimes it's sage. Um, sometimes it's just everything but the bagel seasoning because that shit is bomb. Okay. Uh, And then as for drinks, decaffeinated green tea is really great. Again, no caffeine after 2 p.m. You really want to tell your body, like, hey, I care about you. Let's be in sync with our circadian rhythm and what makes us feel good. So herbal teas and a lot of water. All right. So those are all things I recommend. Again, detoxing your liver is going to take some time. Just be patient with how you're feeling. It really does help to journal and kind of write down how you're feeling after these meals, especially if you're not used to eating this kind of food. Okay. A lot of us like the quick, fast, like let's go through the drive-through. And I totally get that. But in this transition, you have to give yourself some patience and time. Okay. And then a couple things I want to touch on that you should remove from your diet, definitely gluten and grains. Um, You will just feel better. Just trust me. I've talked a lot about gluten and I've eliminated from my life now for about three months and I've never felt better. Y'all I used to walk around looking like I was pregnant and I definitely was not pregnant. I wasn't even having a menstrual cycle. Okay, so barley, oats, quinoa, rye, wheat, all gluten products. Try to eliminate them, see how you feel. Again, nothing is forever, but you want to heal and seal your gut, detox your liver, and allow your body to regulate as it wants to. Okay, Dairy. Dairy's big. I'm big on goat and sheep's milk cheese. That's the only two cheeses I use. I love them both. Uh, I would eliminate animal milks, um, regular butter, cheese, ice cream, non dairy creamers, um, yogurt, even corn and corn products. I can do some serious damage on popcorn, and I haven't had it in so many months, and I'm so afraid to have it cuz i'm like once i stop it's like can't stop won't stop. So if you have that guilty pleasure, it does take some time to rewire your brain. I literally used to sit with a glass of wine and drink or and eat a whole thing of popcorn and watch like I don't know, Netflix. Also remove soy. We talked about this a little bit, but you guys like even if you're out for sushi like Edamame is soy. Okay, it's really hard to eat out when you have all these restrictions, but as you become more conscious, you realize just what makes you feel good, and you're like, oh man, what did I eat? And then you're like, oh shoot, it was soy, and I don't feel good. So write that down as a trigger and just avoid it. Okay, peanuts, that includes peanut butter. Okay, switch it over to almond butter. I would avoid cashews. Okay, stick to the almond butter. I just feel like you guys are going to digest that well. You're going to notice a big difference. Uh, And then processed added sugar. So again, stay out of those center aisles. So look for things. If anything has high fructose corn syrup in it, put it back. Don't even look twice, okay? Saccharin, Splenda, even agave, you guys, it just, it jacks up our blood sugar and these crashes are an issue. Like it's an issue in society. So I'm just trying to make you aware that they're hiding this stuff in the foods that you're eating. And that's why you're feeling the way you're feeling. So if you want a little sweetness, add some manuka honey, okay? Some sugar-free syrup. They're okay. Everything in moderation, right? When you bake, there's always other alternatives. Google will tell you a lot of things. Pinterest is great, okay? And if you are a woman or a man after my own heart, you know I love my coffee, Try drinking it black, okay, Um, or with non-sweetened creamers. It's just, it's best for you. We have kind of, coffee has a lot of benefits, but we lose all those benefits when we, you know, when it looks like it's it's lighter. (laughs) I, I don't even know how to describe it, but some people just use way too much creamer, okay? Everything in moderation. Same thing with energy drinks. I used to drink one a day. Now I drink maybe one a week, maybe one every other week, just because I like the taste of them all right, but they all have additives in them. And then really most importantly, be careful of inflammatory fats. Healthy fats are so great for you, but inflammatory fats like canola oil, corn oil, margarine, mayonnaise, fast food has a lot of inflammatory fats and we don't feel good on these. Okay, so I know I touched on a lot of things, but what I really want you to do is slowly implement things that make you feel good. Remember, coming off the pill, is not something that just you know everything just normalizes in your body you have to take into consideration where is your mindset at are you a good to spot in life are you super stressed out are you trying to get a promotion at work are you going through a divorce all of these things are going to affect whether or not your body normalizes and it will but it's going to affect the time frame in which it normalizes so is it going to be two months or is it going to be two years all right i hope that my own personal journey resonated with at least one of you realize that the momentary pleasure of just popping a pill to mask the the symptoms sounds great and it's what society has taught us but it's not what's best for us okay so stop looking for solutions where it's easier to look go into the depth of your problems okay the solution lies within and you already have everything you need if i can do anything for you please let me know otherwise take what you need leave what you don't be kind give back Drink your water, eat your veggies, smile.